So yeah, I've yeah I've only seen this movie, um, the Doom Generation, on VHS on that little five five inch uh, black and white TV screen. Where at, bro? <clears throat> at work. Tell me about your work and how you play movies. All right. Well, here's the deal. Um, you know, have you ever? So you've seen Blade, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen Blade in black and white on a, a five-inch VHS? Have you ever seen a VHS of Blade on a five-inch black and white tube TV? I'll say this. Every time I watch Blade, it's a little too black for me, if you know what I mean. I know. And if you play a black and white, it's 50-50. Oh, man. It's so black. <laughs> See, that's the loophole. No, it's it adds to the white. If you watch it, if you watch it on it, if you watch it, the colored version, uh, it, uh, I don't like this so at I, all. I don't like this at all. When I was a kid, I used to watch movies in my bedroom and I had a black and white or I had a color video recorder, but the, it was a VHS camcorder. But when you looked into the eye, um, thing, the viewfinder, it was black and white. And so I would watch movies in my room on the camcorders viewer viewfinder yeah. with one eye. And I would plug in the, the, I would put my headphones in. And so I could listen to it and I would watch like movies in black and white with one eye. That's how much of a movie nerd I was. And I would just watch. Oh, no, dude, William, that so, is sad as a fuck. What was going on around you that you had to do that? I just wanted to play with the camcorder and see if I could do it. And then like, so I watch, I watch train spotting. Hold on. That's the modern equivalent of watching a full length movie on your Apple watch under your covers. Yeah. But your eye is so close. No, it's like I a know. giant screen. No, I get it. But the, I was a, like I was the filmer in our little skate crew and we, I had that on my little mini DV. It was a little, fancier technology but yeah it was black and white through the eyepiece but full color on the flip out screen so i know what you're talking about but man i was in like looking for an escape i was in what like was ninth happening? grade that's even sadder well i had a tv also <laughs> yeah why that's what i'm saying why didn't you use that <laughs> because i was the original hipster ryan you're watching VHS tapes at a, a speakeasy in Austin in black and white. I was looking at that shit in a viewfinder by myself. No, one's one's like a one's sounds way cooler, William. Mine. Yeah, but I figured <laughs> it out. Sounds way sad. Well, I'll, here's you're, what, you're trying to pull the George Washington. I get it. I'll show you. I'll tell you actually what happened. So I had a TV in my room mm -hmm. and I used to watch cable TV because my parents worked for the cable company, so we got free cable. This is how I watched so many movies when I was young. But my grades went to shit, and they took away my TV, actually. So that's why I started watching them on the camcorder. Yeah, you're a little naughty boy. I was breaking the rules. It's like, oh, you took away my TV? Well, guess what? I can, I can still watch movies in my bedroom and not sleep. Fools. They had no idea. I can still get bad grades. Yeah, that was one thing I loved about high school when I started getting bad grades. My second year of high school, um, it was always like, what's going on? You're always like skateboarding, playing World of Warcraft. 
you need to focus more on your schooling. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter how hard I focus on school and I'm going to get these bad grades. I'm a dumb dumb. One of the one of the last movies I watched in my bedroom, though, was the Doom Generation. The Doom Generation. <clears throat> God, you know, I felt, I, I felt like, and I'm just going to put my opinion about how I feel about this movie right out the gate. It felt like when I was watching this movie today, it felt like I was in the more modern movie uh, VHS. And I had stumbled, I got stumbled upon a VHS. Uh, yeah, you've seen the movie, a haunted VHS, a cursed VHS. I and never the movie, saw it. Oh, well, it's about whatever, VHS. <laughs> and they're looking at cursed, scary movies. It felt like Do they, hold on. Can I, can I ask a like question? I was in ninth grade and I found this VHS and it was supposed to be a scary movie. And it was, Ryan, the, I don't know what I'm saying. When people watch the, v, this, the haunted VHS tape in the movie VHS, do they watch it in a camcorder? Under the covers. That's what I was getting at. Is like I felt like I was watching the a horror, like the Ring VHS on a. I didn't like the Doom Generation, but so, it's not even a horror movie. No, I know. I went. I went way off the rails. To, this episode is going to be the more words I say in a sentence, the further away from the point I'm going to get. Well, let let me give a little backstory <laughs> on the Doom Generation and explain it to the audience if they haven't seen it. So the Doom Generation is a film by Greg Araki and he was a big up and coming independent filmmaker, not big, but like he had buzz and he was part of, they called it the new queer cinema wave of the late eighties. And he grew up in Southern California and he was making movies with his friends and he's, he just like really downplays it, but he made these movies called like when, the living and end when was this? late eighties, early nineties. Okay. So he made this movie called the living end that got a bunch of festival buzz and then he made a movie called totally fucked up. And then the doom generation kind of feels like, you know, we're in that post. There is, I think a wild at heart influence on this, but there's also like, I don't know if he would say there's a Tarantino influence, but there's definitely a repo man influence. And it just feels like it's part of that Tarantino wave of, violent low budget independent films that it was probably designed to do really well on video however it ended up being too violent and having too much nudity and they were unable to make an r-rated cut that wasn't that didn't just ruin that, the this film. wasn't r-rated this is unrated so i i oh, think it's un oh i see oh i thought you were trying to say it was pg-13 it's like it, it would have been NC-17. I saw it on cable uncut, but on at Blockbuster, it would say the Doom Generation censored version. And so I feel like it it didn't... I, I know people did watch it on VHS, but it didn't really do that well. It kind of was... Um, it's not that great, man. It's hated by critics. I'll say this, though. The thing that about the movie that is that makes it worth watching is the cast is really good. It's like a really early role by Rose McGowan. And who's that? James, Which one's that? Which character? The that girl? was the, the girl that was Amy okay. blue. Now. And then the other thing is the music's really good. The soundtrack's great. There's a lot of like, um, nineties, like 
I don't want to say underground, but these like were alternative bands that they wouldn't even play on MTV. So it does feel hipper than mm-hmm. most of the crap. Yeah, but it's it's leaning into ska territory in that regard. There's no ska on the soundtrack, but there's a- I, but the vibes of this whole movie is is leaning towards ska type people. Like it, it, it seems like finish the synopsis. I got. I guess we're on the we're about to enter the. And if this movie was made three years later, they might have been listening to ska. But if, yes, yeah, yeah. There's a, a bunch of celebrity cameos in it. Nikki Cat is in it. He played. He's that cool guy, assassin. All the assassins the, are. He was the first one, right? In the. He's in the limey. I can't remember his fucking character's name. My friend's going to kill me. Which one he's was the, he? Because there's the drive-through guy was the first he's one. He's the drive-through guy. He's yeah, the guy that's the first at, one. And then the second one... He plays Stacy. Yeah, those are all the day players. He gets his arm shot off. And then Stacey. Elizabeth Banks, or who was... Not Elizabeth Banks. Who was the fucking second one? First, I want to say Nikki Cat played Stacy in The Limey. That's who it is. He's also in Dazed and Confused. Parker Posey is the person you're thinking of, Ryan. She's the girl with the heart glasses who yeah. wants to have sex with Rosanna or Rose McGowan. And then Margaret shows in it. I don't know if mm-hmm. you noticed her. Yeah. Ooh. She puts the, the Korean or the Vietnamese store. The mom? wife. Yeah. Who goes wife? crazy. Yeah. Oh, who goes crazy. Really? And then okay. um, Heidi Fleiss is in it. Famous Hollywood madam. She's a famous prostitute. Okay. That was a big scandal of the 90s, Ryan. And then there's like the band Skinny Puppies in it. But yeah, this there's is a, a lot. There's a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of ingredients to this movie that should make it good. The only thing is there's like no. Uh, none of it's tied to get none of it's there's nothing. Like there's We're, no actual metaphor. There's no like <laughs> it's just flat. It's just like fun, sure, but it's like a wasted opportunity. It, it seems like it could have been like that David Lynch one we just watched the other week. Well, it's one. a it's a lot more lower budget. It's well, also yeah, much more influenced writing by is the difference is what I'm saying. But you don't understand because it's in the era of slacker. It's in the era of movies without plot. That was a big thing also was these movies where characters would talk and hang out and they wouldn't actually, they were kind of like anti-plot, anti-character arc. I mean, some of them had it. I mean, most of them have more of an arc than this movie. This movie's really- That's what I'm saying. No, I get that. This one has no real- But it's also- it's also influenced by like the French New Wave. There's a lot of Jean-Luc Godard influence on this movie. I'm sure Ryan, you are who's that really, really keying into that the the Jules and Jim kind of love triangle thing going on. There's also oh, a lot of influence. Okay. On it wasn't this. even a, I wouldn't even say it was a love triangle. It was just a threesome right out and the then, gate. There was a lot of threesome movies at the time. Also, that was like a big thing. The threesome was like a, or like the menage a trois. They would always talk about it like movies and 
like skin of max that was movies kinky. that was kinky that was a very kinky thing in the 90s was like oh a menage a trois hmm. but um this movie Fingers is in the butts eating your own cum yeah this movie is uh the director's gay it's funny oh, in the opening ti- the opening title it says a heterosexual film but it's pretty there's a lot of gay influence over it. It's you can tell. exclusively gay. It's, it's not only a... gay. What about when they like were having it... the men and the women were having sex with no, each I other? I mean, like that was the only thing I got. It was like the like these jocks come in at the end. It, like it's only, I don't know. It's only gay, and the, uh, I don't even know where to start. Like with all those cameos, all those gay player the... people. Yeah, start start somewhere. <coughs> Let's start with the characters, okay? So we got Rose McGowan, okay. who this is her first big role. She's the lead, I would say, and she just plays like a like a valley girl who's into like Pulp Fiction looking ass, Hot Topic looking ass. Yeah, so Pulp Fiction and basic, basic in the '90s alt punk scene, basic looking a, ass broad. She has a French bob, like Uma. And, well, this is all a reference to Godard because they're both influenced by Godard. Um, but that was also a hip haircut at the time. So she's just like a valley girl, angry bitch on wheels. Like <laughs> she is always pissed. She's always like, what the fuck? Yeah, Ew. she sucks, bro. She sucks from, you. The, from the beginning. She sucks. Fuck you. But she's with the most sensitive boy. Who is very Ryanish? Yeah, James. <laughs> and that's when the, the he's the best character, bro. When he's basically Jesus, he's the guy he, from. Uh, he's the actor. He's in who's in Donnie Darko and plays the bunny. Oh, okay. What's up, cool. Donnie? He has long, stringy hair. I don't remember Donnie enough. He's in Independence Day. Yeah, he's the kid, right? That's what I. He's Randy Quaid's son. Yeah, yeah, the trailer kid, the camper kid. Uh, and then the third actor in the movie is who I who I hated. That guy I hated at the beginning. His character, I forget his name. I don't Victor. remember any of their names. I didn't. Victor. Okay, I didn't watch it with subtitles. Is he Victor? Today, which I should have. No, I don't know. The sensitive kid. Um the the cuck boy. Uh, no, he's. I, I really X. hated him at first. He's X. No, he's no, Xavier. X is, no, Xavier is the guy that came in. Yes, yes, that's what I'm the saying. bad boy. No, I'm talking yeah, yeah. about the sensitive boy. Yeah, Victor or Jordan, Victor? Jordan, 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 Jordan. I hated that character, and then I was on <gasps> par with him. Like I was like, I love this fucking dude. I love. Okay, I see what he's. I see what this actor is doing. Hey man, but, like. He's like really dumb and sensitive and just like, well, also oh, he's okay. like 16. He's like supposed to be young compared to them two. And she's 18. They, we find out later who knows how old he is. We don't even know his real name. He made up his name because of the rapture billboard. Jordan. No, Xavier. So we don't know anything about him. We don't okay, know so, anything about him. So that Xavier is played by Jonathan. Shet Sheck. I don't know how to say his name. He's in um that thing you do. He's like the lead singer guy. <laughs> That's mostly what he's known for. He's in a lot of TV shit. 
Um, he's like yeah, the he alpha male. CW. He comes into the relationship and he just takes over. He's a cool, tough guy. How though? Like, How does he enter their lives? So the movie starts with Nine Inch Nails playing. Getting fucking jumped. Sorry. And go then on. they go, which the Nine Inch Nails, when the movie started and I was like in ninth grade or whatever, and I saw the Nine Inch Nails or heard it, I was like, oh yeah, this is tight. I'm in the Nine Inch Nails. Ninth grade nails, baby. <laughs> That'd be a better name for them. Nine so nails. They like they're like, this party sucks. Let's get out of here. It's fucking boring. I wish I was dead. I would kill myself. And so they go like they go to have sex for the first time because they're virgins at like this drive-in or something. And then you're just in the parking lot, I think, right? And or she's just... like, stick it in. And he's like, Oh, I'm trying. Um, I don't know. Um I don't know how to have sex. I'm dumb. I'm like so stupid and sensitive. And she's like, ew. <laughs> Man, but she's into it. You're so sweet. I love you. Or whatever. And then um, Skinny Puppy shows up. They're beating up that guy. He's getting Z- jumped by five people on the Xavier car. There's a big fight. And they're like, oh my God. And then like he beats him up or like stabs him or something. I don't fucking know. And then he gets in the car and he they drive away. one of the guys in the eyeball. Oh yeah, they have an and that eyeball slicing shot is like the surreal surrealist film Un Chien Andalou, directed by mm-hmm. Salvador Dali and Luis Buñuel. The fuck did you just say, Luis Buñuel? I'm sorry. That whole sentence. What the hell did you just say? Like you, a, you sounded like you order like you were a fucking Midwest, uh, yes. middle aged Midwest woman at a Mexican restaurant. And I get for uh, guacamole. The fuck did you just say? Can I get that? (laughs) I don't speak Italian. I was French. Can I get what I'm saying? It sounded like Italian. Un un chien andalou. Andalou. I'll take the vaginas and the. Salvador Dali. But for real, what did you say? Is that some sort of movie award? Some famous surrealist film from the 20s. So he gets in the car. <clears throat> they get in a fight, they kick him out, and then they go to like a convenience store. And yeah, they're buying could have been cast for this guy. They're buying nachos and like soda and like oh, I don't know, candy. They buy like they all they eat is at convenience stores. Everything they buy is like gross. Because they're kids. They're literally like 15 and 18 or whatever. Yeah, and then they don't have the money. Oh wait, the total comes to six dollars and sixty six cents. Every total, yeah, every total and everything in the movie. So when I was like ninth grade, I'm like, this movie is pretty fucking cool. This is devilish. It, it, that part is still dope as fuck. And and when they're on the highway, and sorry, I'm I'm getting at little minute details, but when they're on the highway, uh, every billboard is about the rapture's happened. Um, doomsday is nigh everything is religious everything they see is like a religious doomsday 666 it's like devil versus god and then that has actually absolutely nothing to do with the plot actually well not exactly so not at all i mean let's skip forward a little bit but don't you think in the end he's a martyr when he's assassinated or he's killed 
Like, yeah, because he's because his because what's her name's getting raped and he says, your mom tastes like that. He does a your mom joke and then gets his dick cut off to death. Well, I'm talking about the um the nerdy oh, guy, the beta guy. He gets killed. He's like Jesus. So he's a martyr. That's who I said. That's what I said in the text, like right out the gate. But that the, the way they did that, too, is when they have to run out the hotel. We're jumping all over the place now, but they well, have to run out the hotel. And let's he's go naked. back. Hold on. Hold on. So hold he on, just has on. a red cloth over him and the hair. Yes. And he's like, he goes, I don't care. I don't care. It's it's on the nose, but with no point. But that's I'm just saying that's the payoff. That's it. Yeah. There's rapture you billboards. A, you said a gay guy wrote this. Oh yeah, wrote it or directed it? Both. Well, there you go. It's got no point. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hateful, Ryan. Clip, that. Clip it, Ryan. That's that's. I know you're joking, and you don't actually mean that because that would you would go to hell if you be- believe that. Uh, no, I wouldn't go to hell because hell. Well, you you want to go down this route? Hell ain't real. I know heaven's you, real. No, Ryan. If heaven's real, and that means God's real, and then God's like, this is why this movie is stupid because it got me thinking about this stuff. He's like, I'm just trying to fuck God, y'all. Trying to fuck God or fight God? Both. I hope. I hope it starts off as a fight and then it ends up as a horny tussle. <laughs> And then, it, no, actually, I wanted to start off with me go, doing the itsy bitsy spider goes up the God. He's back. What's this? You're going to molest God like a child well, from the fucking doom generation. The scene when they fight, when he watches them in the hotel. Oh, yes. And then the next morning, he just goes, itsy bitsy spider. He does the itsy bitsy on, the, on my boy. All right, let's get back into a into a that scene was that scene was between two men, so I didn't pay any attention to it. Oh, you're too busy it. jerking off. That's when you were cleaning up your your nut mess. <laughs> I was cleaning up my nuts, but my my nut by licking it off my hand. Bro, that also was obviously cinnamon from a cinny biscuits from uh <laughs> You thought that was like a cinnabon? Yeah, because my nut is it looks like bird shit. It's like yellow and purple and white. There's like black stuff in the middle. And it's always just dropping on people's heads from above. On <laughs> and cars. <laughs> yeah. I just go up to tall buildings and then and then jerk <laughs> jerk off on when I was Man, in eighth somebody grade. Somebody does that in Nate. Somebody does that, right? That's like a thing somebody probably does. When I was in eighth grade, I was like, we went to Hawaii with my family and they rented like an apartment or a condo for a week. And I used to jerk off every night onto like a glass table, like an end table. And there was just a giant crusty stain on the table by like, after like five days. What'd you do? <laughs> or like, what were you thinking? Like it was just going to disappear? I don't know, man. I just didn't Dang, like, clean. I, I didn't yeah, clean up I've, after I've myself. That, I've been in that situation too. Yeah. That's how I learned how to clean up. <laughs> but a glass table. <laughs> I don't know if my parents cleaned it up or someone eventually had to clean that up and was like, <laughs> nobody mentioned it. <laughs> nobody mentioned it to me. And they sprayed it. Eventually someone got it wet and just immediately realized what it was like, Oh, that's I mean, come. If, if it was like a, yeah, some poor maid. It'd be cool if the come, service. if the come bubble, crusty <laughs> bubble, like crusty stain, like, 
like the sunlight went through the window and like lit it up like a magnifying glass and like <laughs> lit the place on fire, burned the house down. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, this movie has very eighth grade boy energy. This is the perfect movie for middle, bad middle school kids and bad high school kids. Anyone older. Don't I would bother. prefer that it to for people to watch it, people that have already had sex. No. You think this is not how I want people to learn how to be doing sex because they make that dude look cool. And then they may like I get what you're saying. It's for the eighth grade, but it's you're saying that because the act like they're acting like children. If you have if you're like 23 and you have wait, also, how old is an eighth grader? 14. Like, no, I'd say at least be driving. At least have the opportunity to fuck in a car before. <laughs> at you least can have realize, the opportunity. No, no, no. At least have the opportunity to be able to fuck in a car before you watch this movie. Because, and I will defend my boy right out the gate at the beginning in the parking lot when he's like, I, "I'm trying, I can't get it in." It's hard to fuck in a car sometimes, y'all, especially in the front seat. The first time I had sex in a car, it was not easy. I was a senior in high school and it was difficult for me. I didn't understand how, what I was like, how I was supposed to lay. Exactly. I had a Buick too. And that bitch in the middle goes up. So it's just a full bench in the front, but we even just went into the back. I was like 23 though. I wore a condom. So that made it easier to clean up. I didn't just splooge all over the back always, seat of the car. Always. Also second thing, always wear a condom. Always. Even no way. Yes. If it's a first date, no, no condom. Roll the dice. That's what I say. Yes, no comments. That's what William says, but he doesn't go on first dates. He doesn't know what it's like out there. Where to? Roll the dice. Letter pick. No, here's what here's what you do. You put a condom on. Andrew Dice play style. You swap that sucker around through the back. Like a cigarette. Like how he smokes a cigarette. Yeah, you do it backward. Yeah, exactly. You do it like under the leg. Front, you go through. uh, Yep, up and down and under the leg. And then light it up. Ladies. And then you got to say this one ladies only. Well, I think if you can have sex or drive a car. You're much too old to watch this movie and you should be doing cool things like driving a car or having you sex. You should be living it. Yeah, that's fair. But so, I just don't want kids to learn sex this way. Well, why not? How should they? What's a good movie? What's a good movie if you're 14 years old, you're about to be in high school, you're about to have sex eventually. What movie should you watch to teach you about sex? Happy Feet. <laughs> I don't remember a sex scene in that film. Okay, Happy Feet 2. Surf's That's, up. That one gets a graphic. What about Shrek 2? Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of the one with the penguins. That's the documentary, not the cartoon. You know, Ryan, the, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. I should have known you weren't going to answer seriously. Oh, I'm sorry. I If you ask me a good movie, I think for a a middle school kid would be... Um, oh, I didn't ask. So let's so, move on to uh, the next topic. Nobody asked. I was going to say Silence of the Lambs. Honestly, Wild at Heart. 
but yeah this is very this is like yeah actually honestly wild at heart that's like true well yeah that's true romance but also real stick up for yourself stick up for yourself if a little uh william defoe comes in your room so Ladies. speaking of sticking up for yourself they go to this they're buying nachos and candy and beer and blah 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 those nachos too i need to talk about I'm, put a pin on the nachos bro it looks like uh nachos get you get at uh, a little league sports game in 1994 no, not even not even you don't the nachos don't already have the nacho cheese on them in the fucking display case what the fuck who was on set design who was on who was in the art department those nachos would have been soggy as fuck if they'd been in there for 30 seconds well maybe the they they're just sitting in there with cheese they came pre-cheesed maybe they didn't have the machine to pump it you don't pre-cheese and then half of them were pre-cheese i paused and rewound on the video to look at this scene because it was disgust the most disgusting scene in this and a dog dies there's rape some dude gets his dick cut off this was the most disgusting scene in the movie so they they don't have the money the vietnamese store clerk pulls out a shotgun they don't know what to do and then uh, a different x, scene, but okay x and xavier comes back xavier comes back beats the shit out of the guy um yeah, maybe they don't get nachos in this scene. Maybe they're buying candy or some shit. Yeah. I don't remember. But Xavier X just pops up behind him out of nowhere and starts he like beating him up, mm-hmm. grabs the shotgun, put put points it towards his head and then blows his head off. Very similar to Wild at Heart, I must say. Very similar to when um Willem Dafoe got his head blown off. Yeah, you know? except there was like a really cool dialogue before and after and during that scene in Wild at Heart. This one was like, oh, that's a good example. Wild at Heart is like what this movie really wanted to be. Yeah, that's what I'm noticing. That's what I noticed this time watching. Yeah, it. Like this when, movie sucked. When they're dan- when they're dancing in the club to the like the metal or the Nine Inch Nails. It's- oh no, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You know, that's a very similar scene to Wild at Heart. So they blow that guy's head off. They're running through the parking lot. They get in the car. They drive away. They go to a motel. And then they're like, Bruce McGowan's like, I'm going to take a bath. And then mm. um, blah, blah, that's this, another- blah, 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 that. Yeah. They take baths in every hotel they stay in. Yeah, that's it. This is disgusting. You're being these people you, are disgusting. Yeah, come on, Ryan. You never been on a road trip with your buds? Yeah, I never I never took a bath. <laughs> let, let alone let alone, like that's that's nasty. But it's a movie. A, I haven't had a bath in 15 years. And that's why I can't relate to it. The bath allows you to... They take a bath in every fucking movie or motel they go to. This movie gets so fucking boring because of that. They're just at a hotel. They fuck. One of them's not there. Then the other one's fucking. And then one's taking a bath. One shirk it off. One's eating the cum. Literally. It's the same scene over and over for like the middle act of this. Yeah, but then what, what ends up happening is the relationship evolves so that, you know, Rose McGowan, who hates this ex guy... They, of course, have sex. 
He's a lot more mature, a lot older, a lot more experienced. He teaches her Hornier. how to have sex. Yeah. And then Fingers she and teaches and stuff. She teaches uh her boyfriend how to have sex. And he's he says he's not jealous. He's kind of he kind of watches, he knows, he doesn't really care, but he kind of understands and he's so sensitive. Also, he if he was hurt, he wouldn't say anything. And then it just becomes a love, a sex triangle, love triangle kind of movie until the ending where three tough, tough guys. It's like who are five, all, isn't it? Who are all played by gay porn actors um, cover themselves with swastikas and then like they kill. They first say rape Rose McGowan and then they kill james duvall by cutting his penis off with garden shears and then rose mcgowan grabs the garden shears and like cuts the other two guys up or all three of them and just kills them and it's all over an american flag and each character's last name is a color of the american flag so it's like amy blue jordan white xavier red red white and blue man makes you think dude it's like fucking stupid it's like america man now ryan you never saw easy rider right I don't know. Because Easy Rider has a very similar ending. Stupid. Ameri- like tough, like American guys, like good old boys kill what them at the doing? end. What are you What's going on? What are you fidgeting with your mic for? Oh, I'm stroking it, bro. I'm getting I it. I can all. hear. I can hear. Every little touch and dangle. What, do you, just... pe- what do you got? A, what do you got? A uh, tattoo of Jesus on that sucker? I need something to play with. Yeah, and there's a tattoo. Of G- you can, you can. Uh... So he, he has a freaking tattoo of Jesus on his dangus in the movie. She's like, I've never seen a tattoo there before. And he's like, it's so when I fuck someone, they can say, I have Jesus inside me. Yeah. You didn't think that was funny? <sighs> You're a professional comedian. Yeah, I'm a professional comedian. I'm also a professional movie watcher. This is true. Well, it wasn't funny enough. Was that a good joke, though? No, nah, I mean, no, because we didn't even see it. This so is what I'm can... saying. That could have been a really good. That could have been a really everything in this movie could have been. It was all style and no script. Like anything, everything about this movie should have been like ten times better. But there was all this buildup, all these exes chasing after her, and you never see him again. And then there's like at one point an entire Illuminati government that's like, we need to find her. They're going on a mass murder spree, the FBI's. But then they never come back again. Like, and then it's just some random fucking three dudes. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Movies are full of bozos and dinguses, and I know we're supposed to have fun about it, but gosh dang. Here's what I want to see in the movie. Tell me. I want to. S- no, no, no. Let me tell you. So, I, specifically about the scene when they're driving down the highway and they run over that dog. Oh, yeah. They didn't run it. Did they run it over, or was it just they on run the it over and then they, ha- they ran it over? Yeah, they run it over because they do this really cool shot where you can see the blood on the convertible as they're like panning out when they're walking into the front to see the damage and uh here's the kind of movie i want to see they go to put the put this dog out of its misery it's suffering it's whimpering it's dead right bleeding internally x goes up with his knife x gonna give it to him he's gonna give it to him x gonna give it to him 
and he pulls his knife out <laughs> and he stabs his throat. But what mo- the movie I want to see is the dog's paw stops the knife, breaks the dude's wrist, stabs him, kills the other guy, the soft boy, picks up the girl, gets in the car, this golden retriever. He's injured. It's He's injured. He's he just got hit by a car. Drives away into the sunset with the broad, and it says Airbud three, Airbud nine. You on the text message, you said this scene bothered you. You didn't like seeing a dog get killed. I did not say that in the text thread. You said something about that. Like, how come every movie William makes me I watch? I said, How come ra- every movie William has me watch? has a rape scene and a dog mark. Every movie with with a bunch of rape involved in it also has dogs getting killed in it, which is like I get it. It's visceral, it's shocking, it's shocking. But why is it always dogs? Why isn't it cats? Why isn't it I just saw a weird coincidence. Well, I'm on a weird number 23 and we have personally watched on this podcast about 4 to 17 Probably like 25 movies where somebody gets raped in the, and as well as a dog getting murdered. And I'm just waiting for the day that both happen in the same scene. Well, I'll say this. When are we gonna get when are we gonna watch somebody fuck a dog corpse is what I'm getting at. I'm I'm looking through my archives of film. I'm trying Air to Bud 10. And this is what I'm talking about. People think the Airbud franchise is dead. Do you even remember the first Airbud movie? Mm-hmm. He played basketball. And there was a clown? Yeah. What if I told you the actor who played the clown died of AIDS? Yeah. He did, for real. That's L. Ron Blumquist from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. One of the great actors who died of HIV. How so? How'd he get it? He fucked Airbud, who also had HIV, and uh, that's why they had to replace Airbud and Airbud too. It was a first date, so they didn't use protection, as you do. Uh-huh. And uh, Airbud just ripped up his asshole and blasted in that bloodstream with his beautiful yellow. He said, bird, bird shit, come." He said, "Alley oof." Yeah, then he dunked. It, then he bounced <laughs> the basketball, and it said he was wearing a he jersey. On his hand. He was jerking off while he was watching his owner and somebody else fucking in a in a bathtub. He wore a um, he wore a blue and yellow blue jersey, and, blue and white. No, it was blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what number he was? Airbud zero three. I thought he was just zero. Zero three, check it out. I don't know, but how sick would it be if I was right? What is he wearing? He played football in another movie. Yes. It's hard to see his fucking jersey. It looks like eight something. Zero zero. Zero three. Nine. Uh, Look at he wears shoes. I forgot about that. They make him wear sneakers. He wears airbuds. (laughs) Airbud airbud airbuds. Mm-hmm. Air Buddies, Nike's Air Buds. Does he? It'd be cool if he sold shoes. He sold out, and he died of a speed overdose. Just like Rose McGowan takes speed in this movie. Well, it's literally the same. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say. 
What about seeing, did you enjoy seeing her nude in this film, Ryan? No. Yes, but like, yeah, seeing boobies and stuff, but it got old because it was like I hated the dudes around her. How come you don't like these guys? Which one do you relate to more, for real? Which one do I relate to more? Yeah, the cum liquor or the... Yeah, definitely the, the soft boy. Definitely the... Jesus. The yo-yo in the in a junkyard <laughs> while somebody's fucking my girlfriend. <laughs> he plays with a yo-yo and he like comes. He walks off. He jerks off to. He gets cut. Well, he's gay and he's he's obvious or he's bi. At least. He's like obviously into the dude. But the other guy could be bi. I mean, it's just one big giant gay fuck fest. Well, that's why everybody's gay and nobody's happy. That's, that's the name of your new book. Is. No, that's somebody said that. That's like a saying. Louis C.K. said that on Conan. Everybody's gay and nobody's happy. He did. And it's like, yeah, every, nobody's gay, bro. Everybody just wants you to put your dick away. Damn. <laughs> and we're not happy because you just jumped in front of me with your dick out, bro. Like, Jesus what? Christ. Would this movie be better? Wrinkly ass, ogre looking right. ass, Welsh dick out of my face, bro. Wouldn't this movie be better if Louis C.K. was in it as X? As the dog. <laughs> he got run over. It's just Louis C.K. as a dog. <laughs> yes. But he as himself and it, everyone's like, Jesus, it, is that young up and coming? Because it's 95. Is that young up and coming comedian Louis C.K. that we just ran over? Somebody's going to have to put it out of its misery. Is that dog jerking off? And he's just fucking naked in the middle of the road jerking off. He jumped in front of the car to jerk off. That's how Louis C.K. dies. I think it would be cool if the bad lieutenant showed up also in this movie. Yeah, or or even Nick Cage, Wild at Hearts. They were just crying. Like when that girl, when the, see, one was a dog and they didn't even show it. So remember in Wild at Heart, yeah, there was a girl. People. And then she watched, they watched her, they watched the last moments of her life. Yes, just like the dog. But this one was so fuck. It was like There's the so- girl was changing from dating a boy to dating a man. A man. Like, fucking stupid, man. The doom generation. What this? What this person do after the fact? Nothing for like thirty years, right? You made a movie called Nowhere, which has so many celebrities in it and so many future famous people in it. It's kind of hard to even believe, like. It's, there, what is it? Is it suck like this? Because this this person is not a storyteller. They're just it's, might, they might just be friends with celebrities, is what it looks like. Right, you got to think of I'm story pissed. in a new way. A new way. Not even one of them in a superpower. A '90s way, where you just like hang out and like drink coffee and you like chill and talk about stuff. It's what not if the mo- '90s anymore, bro? Well, what if a movie is just about like? People in love driving a car on a journey. That was wild at heart. That was a good movie. This was not that. You turned me into a movie guy. What is this, episode 95? Yeah, not all the movies will be good, Ryan. Look Some how bitter movie- I am now. If somebody could go back, if if one of our listeners could go back and clip how I talk from day one, I'm like, listen, William, you should give the movie a chance. It's cool. It's got characters, it's got heart, five stars, five out of five. I hate it. Okay, well, what if it was um what if Louis C.K. was the girl? 
and he wore a, he had a French bob, and he at the um, end when it when he's old, ill get away from up. ill get away from me, eat a fuck. I hate being a father. What about the scene when they go to the um? Oh, the dialogue was impeccable in this though. When they go to the um the Carno burger and order in the drive through. This is like a very nineties thing. It was all like, there's what so many, was that restaurant? <laughs> what is this thing in the nineties about like fast food and like views and butthead Simpsons. They're always making fun of fast food restaurants and they're always like big kahuna burger and Pulp Fiction. They go to like this one, they go to a dinosaur themed fast food restaurant and they're like, Oh, uh, let me get like one extra a slurpy beef chunk. Grande uh, granola and one uh slurpy slurpy cum bucket it's like everything has this like very stupid look up like, taco bell's menu right now bro <laughs> it's they were is it ta- on they were bro, is it taco bell up, who is the one look, who did this is taco bell the, the one that went to see beefy gordita quesadilla reela on <laughs> think outside the bun bro yeah, no, there it was a common joke because it was like a joke my grandparents did. It was a street joke. Because fast food is fucking disgusting and and so delicious in the beginning of uh the end of humans farming. You're big on fast food, right? You think like fast food is the future of cuisine. Yeah, everything fast. Anything, anything in life that happens lickety split, the faster the better. Fast, greater than quality. Like if humans died faster, that'd be dope. If we were age, if we aged ourselves and died sooner, that'd be cool. Like it, they should make us smoke cigarettes. Like back, like back in the original days. So where was anybody's parents? Well, it only showed Victor's parents because he called on the payphone to leave a message and the, they hung up the voicemail. Because they were gone for weeks. Jordan. Oh, it was Jordan. Well, well the parents being gone, I like. I'm glad they don't show the parents. I mean, they would have been yeah, lame yeah, characters. Yeah, but they, like, it, I had poor parental guidance. I had no parental. They didn't even mention, like, they didn't even bring up. He just called. He was, well, they was talk the up, only one because Xavier. Was a boy. Xavier said his his mom killed his father. Yeah, but I mean, this is a very, it is very similar to Wild at Heart. We're looking at similar movies. I think I'm going to do another '90s movie next week with Motorama. Motorama is funny. It's about like a 12 year old kid who steals a car and goes on a cross country uh chase looking for play, like playing cards from gas stations and he gets I'm just like trying to do hood rat shit with my friends that's what that sounds like yeah there's Hell like yeah let's watch this well you're gonna be gone you're going away then don't do it that week where are you going i'm going to nebraska oh boy and you can't do a pod in nebraska I don't want to. Wow, that hurts. You're eating I'm going a back to hang out with my niece. You're eating a sausage patty. Mm-hmm. You're gonna I hang out with your niece for two weeks. I eat meat now again. You suck it, that's for sure. At eating meat. So 
you're gonna hang out with your niece for two weeks. That sounds boring as fuck, dude. Yeah, she's cooler than y'all. Family should only be visited for. Oh, dude, she actually got teeth like uh, William Defoe and. <laughs> wow, that heart. Yeah, it's actually not funny, but yeah, she's she got, got teeth like them. Mountain Dew mouth. Right now, no, she was just four month, three months premature. Is she a baby? She's seven. She's gonna so get she, free. She's gonna get free implants when when she turns like fourteen. She got his little itty bitty teeth because she was premature, and they just she don't has, grow. It. She's gonna have to get full implants. Yeah. She just no, she went with, through her baby. She went through her babies, but her her grown ups are I don't know the. They're confused. Wow, that is a David Lynch character. That's cool. She's premature, bro. She's a miracle baby. She's literally a miracle. Yeah. So yeah, my ass is gonna go spend time with her over. You guys are like the opposite. You and Adam are like fetal alcohol babies. She is like a miracle baby. You guys are overdeveloped. (laughs) Thank you. I was in the womb for 13 months. You were, right? And I breastfed until I was 14 years old. Did your mom drink? Uh, No. I wasn't fetal alcohol. I wasn't a fetal alcohol baby. The rumors are not true. damage, bro? Adam maybe was. <laughs> no, he was just born in Florida. <laughs> that's just how they. That's just how they are down there. He's a flipper baby. Adam has uh doesn't have arms. He has fl- like flippers. Right. So Adam, speaking of flipping, I started watching Doom Generation, and I had Adam. This is how I had it set up. I had Adam as the woman. Yeah, and right. Then me and then me as the sensitive boy. No, no, I was the woman. Adam was the sen- as Jordan, the sensitive boy, and you were you were always the creep guy that ate his own cum. Thank you. You in every scenario, and I mean, uh, he was the coolest guy. He was the coolest, and he was the most handsome. But that's not why I picked him for you. That means but, I fuck uh, you. That means we have so sex, that, Ryan. That's how I had it at the beginning. But then every time things flipped, I was like, oh, "Fuck no, that is not how." I, now I'm the cuck boy. So what did we learn? What's the message of the movie? Don't just let some dude that's getting jumped by five guys on the hood of your car get into your car. But he saves them later. He he put them in a predicament to save them later. He started the situation, but without it's a real Batman Joker situation. Chicken and the <laughs> egg. Bro, I think life's a journey and you got to get on that road. You got to get on that highway. You you just got to drive. Life is yo. not a journey. Life is yeah, a bro. highway. I agree with I said we got to drive take it all night long. You know what I'm saying? I wish me, you and Adam could go on a road trip together and just explore a sexual awakening. Jesus, dude. I was playing it. Yeah. Men where should we the, men on the road? We go to Palm Springs to Miami beach, bro. Let's meet in the middle. I'm in Texas. I'll pick you up. And we just, we just have three ways every night. <laughs> but but no 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 this is a full like month long trip so the first week like i'll just fuck adam and then uh, there'll be tension between you and me but then maybe but then you'll fuck adam and then there'll be tension between me and him and then adam will fuck you and then you 
man, this movie was stupid. There was no, and then they didn't have any religion. I thought it was maybe we're going to be like, oh, this is a metaphor for post-apocalyptic life. No. No. Right. This movie is just an excuse to sell. No, I get it. A bunch of cheap videotapes to Wasted teenagers. opportunity, though. They're like, because it was cool. It looked cool. Like, I don't care if it was low budget. It looked cool. It was catchy. It, it had everything. If it just had like one, like just one person involved that tied it, somehow tied it together. I'm not talking going David Lynch. I'm just saying you're too I'm just old. Saying, what, it, what is the you're moral too old. of the story? You have to be, this is for you really, this movie only works for people and in high school. Why the fuck did we watch it? Why are you watching it? You're, I grown, saw you're it. like 45, I saw bro. It. I saw it in high school. I was I'm it's a road movie, you know, it's an ex- existentialist road film. It's, existential. Uh, he he doesn't ask an existential question until the end of the movie. Well, there he you goes, go. What do you think our existence is? And then he gets his dick chopped off by some preppies with a uh, swazi on their chest. They're called swastikas. So swazis, the thing, it, it, bro, you ain't even know the lingo. The thing is, I <laughs> like the aimlessness the nihilism of this movie and i like how non-serious it is or unserious i like that it's just having it just doesn't give a shit i like that it's all attitude i feel like we need more of this in modern independent filmmaking i don't disagree i just think this one is boring this is a little film it's not doing too much ain't doing squat has some funny sets. It has some funny cameos. It has. I uh, mean, actually, the dialogue. Yeah, the it's the quips are pretty funny. The they, you said a couple of them already. This is a movie where they they play it in a really cool speakeasy in Austin, Texas. That um, only really cool VHS. people hang out on VHS. It's very hip. Mm-hmm. It's very ironic. If you come you to know, Austin, hit me up. I'll I barge in there. I'll let you know what's up. I'll probably won't. Yeah, you could have if you like at or if you like Ryan, he can make you a drink. Yeah, and then you'll and then this is what I sound like. And I just go probably, off. I'll probably drink it too in front of you. And then I'll be like, "Here's the thing about dogs getting raped and their throat slipped in movies." If you want to hang out with Ryan, all you, you can buy him a drink and he'll hang out with you. You can just buy him a drink. I'm doing a uh, agreeable He's, face to camera right now to the audience listeners. You just have to make sure you're a preemie baby with little baby teeth. At least one top or bottom. It don't matter. It could be right or left. Don't matter which side of your mouth has little tiny baby teeth. You know, on my teeth, I have a tattoo of Jesus. Why? So when I so when I bite it. you, so when I bite you, I can say it. you have you just got bitten by Jesus. I have what? Nah, that don't work. I have Jesus tattooed on the inside of my asshole. So when also, I get fucked, how? so when I get fucked in the ass, it's like no, I have a tattoo of G, of like a little Jesus around my asshole, and it's like his asshole. So when you fuck me in my asshole, it's like you're fucking Jesus in the asshole. <laughs> I got the same thing, but it's Jesus's mouth. 
Oh, tight on your ass. Also, you're like, oh, you're not fucking me in the ass. You're fucking Jesus's <laughs> you're mouth. Fucking Jesus, your face, fucking Jesus, right now. And it's and your, detailed, bro. And your hairy ass is the beard. It has the, it has the arms going out. It's like him on the cross. And his body. It's full detail. <laughs> it's just Jesus on the cross, but the mouth happens to be my asshole, and With his the, is open. <laughs> the crown of thorns. And everything, got, he's crying. I got, I got one leg on one leg and the other leg on the other. And when I cross him, he's pinned up against the cross. Just imagine so I, it. I have Jesus and tattooed on the front of me with a little body, but a, his dick is my dick. So it's like a little drawing of Jesus <laughs> with a giant dick. And then a little <laughs> air bubble on the top that just says, I get off on this shit. What if that's what it, the last thing Jesus said? And then I'm the tip Before of my dick, they, I, and he's just bonded up. And then on the tip of my dick, I have the clown from Airbud tattooed on, and he's saying honk, honk. Yeah, he's saying honk honk. If you want AIDS, R.I.P. Great actor. My, yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, or sir. Or don't. Who knows what it's like in the in the next life? It could be crazy, and you, it could be like you you don't want to sleep. You know. So rest in Michael Jeter, R.I.P. Dude, well, and be dead well, my guy, be dead well. Yeah, he's in uh, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. He's the clown in Airbud. He's a great actor. Wait, is he a dog? No, he's the clown. I thought everybody in Airbud was dogs. There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't fuck. The clown in the ass, Airbud. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking the William character X talks about getting fucked by a dog. Does or he? Fucking. Oh a yeah, dog. he a golden retriever. Yes, and he goes. It was he was a consenting adult, and he was like, ugh. Or maybe he's sucks, joking, dude. It's edgy. It's hip. You're yeah, into that it. Sucks. I'm not watching, and then and then William goes watch it again before we record. <laughs> well, you were cleaning your room; you weren't paying attention, bro. I was paying attention because I was a, a bizord. Let me get one extra barfy burp burger with I mean, cheesy. That, that shit was funny with cheesy nuts. Can I get the aids of the clown from Airbud in a cup? <laughs> This poor doom, guy. Doom generation. This poor actor died of HIV. How'd they pay for made... gas? How'd they pay for? What about inflation? I mean, this is the nineties. You don't. Have... You could be a slacker and just live forever. I'm doing that now, but I still got to pay for shit. You're slacking a hard work. Easy. Slacking you're a hard working slacker. You have to be if you're slacking. You have to work hard. If you're a drunk, you have to work hard to keep it up. You ever drink mouthwash or anything like that? No. Use mouthwash? Um, yeah. I got some in my car. And it's like, hot. It's think it's hot, dude. You steal the spit from a dental a dentist. The spit jars. Yeah. When they go when I last time I went to the dentist, they had that little yeah, a little suction cup, and then, <laughs> and then I asked if I could just plug it in. I plug basically, I bring my own plastic tube and like a a reappropriated cla- uh, catheter 
it's clean it's not used and then i just suck all my own spit back into that catheter and i take it home and the dentists always think it's weird but there's like no legal thing against it can't stop me bro you can't stop me they will not prosecute this crime in this county that's what you i can, tell them i am taking I'm this oh, oh i'm trying to i'm trying to take my own spit i don't know what you guys are gonna do with my spit some QAnon shit I'll be taking my own spit and blood from this dental. No, man, Dent- I just drink twisted dentist. teas. Dent- dentist office. Dental office. It'd be cool if Beavis and Butter were in this movie. I could see them fitting it in this kind of world, you know, like banging Rose McGowan. It's like, whoa, she's hot. She was hot too, but... Too hot for this world. THCW. I was, I was thinking about like how Harvey Weinstein uh, tried to rape her. Oh, she was one of the speak the ones that spoke out. Yeah, she spoke out pretty heavily, and but then I was thinking about like so Harvey Weinstein had like a genital fungus or something that like ate the flesh of his testicles and penis. That's real? Yeah, so he had this disease where like his genitals rotted off. (laughs) (laughs) And I was thinking like when he's in prison... That's his Phantom of the Opera origin story? Yeah. So like when he's in prison, is he getting raped and does it feel like a vagina? Like it rotted off off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... So that's why he like hid in the bushes and made people take showers because he couldn't do anything about it. He would like eat them out. It's called Furnier's Gangrene. You got to see a picture of this shit, Ryan. It's so fucking crazy. bro. This is why back to the God and the devil shit, because this whole movie I thought was going to be like a rapture thing and like people... I don't, I'm not looking at that picture. It's so incredibly graphic. It looks like a shotgun blast to a person's crotch. Like, it just oh, is gone. Yeah, it's just said That was but, Weinstein this whole time? Yeah, that's a very... That's like a multi... That's why he became Harvey Weinstein. He was raping before. But he had that his whole life? No, this happens to, like, a lot of, like, overweight guys. It's like a... It's like a fungus that grows out of control. It's like a flesh-eating bacteria, kind of gangrene but um yeah so honestly i'd let weinstein corner me in a party (laughs) if i would have known this and i was like in hollywood and he was like yeah i heard you want to be in this movie why don't you come into this uh, shower room with me i'd be like listen buddy i know you're gonna try and do some weird sexual stuff to me but like i'm gonna i'm down I just want to see what that weird ass gangrene cock look like. I just want to see that hole in your crotch, bro. Like, let's go. Yeah, I'll get naked. Oh, yeah, I'll jerk off in the shower while you're watching the ferns. But, like, let me just see that nasty ass fucking hole of a crotch you got, you coward ass piece of shit. And he gets like really embarrassed. He's like, what? No. Come on, you dog. It's not like that. It's really, I have a really hard, nice pe- uh, penis. Sure I'm not, 
I'm not going to rape you anymore. I'm I'm leaving this party. I'm embarrassed. Oh man, I'm not going to be Hollywood famous now. And that's the true ally. Me sacrificing my famous Hollywood career to humiliate gangrene cock, Harvey Weincock. Told you I was going to be drunk and high. So what can we, what else can we say? What's our ratings? You know, look, this is a, I've been a little too easy on the movies. This is an average film at best. Two and a half. Well, we've been doing good ones though. We've been doing, I would say three and a half to five star movies the last month. I feel like I've been doing at least four and a half to five in this. So this one felt very disappointing compared, especially back to back with wild at heart. It's a tough, it's a tough act to follow. Poor pairing. Do not watch this movie right after you've seen wild at heart. Uh, two. Now I'd probably go. You can give it to two. I I want to go higher because it looks great. It's too intense. I thought it was too scary for you. It wasn't even scary. It was just fucking lame. You can't handle this. I don't mind like again going back to Wild at Heart. I don't mind like the weird rapey tension. William William Defoe in the thing in the apartment. That. Because it's good, it's good tension, it's good editing, it's good filming. This one was just nothing. It like created a bunch of characters that didn't matter. Whereas yeah. in while in Wild at Heart, every side character you immediately saw, like it, you immediately cared about them, even if they were only in it for thirty seconds. This one like tried the, to oh. do that, you know, like the girl getting killed in a car accident. What about the guy it, with the Donald Duck voice? Yes. I'm ta- literally every character. And in this one, they tried to do the same thing where they're just like going to have a bunch of cameos. And they're like, I'm going to come and kill you. This is Scott Pilgrim versus ex-girlfriends. <laughs> like, fuck off. And then they didn't. And then none of like only one came back. Like it didn't matter. It was stu- It was fucking lame, dude. Two. You know what? One, seven, five. Can I do that? <laughs> Now two, two, because it looked good. I like the actors, sure. Nice boobies. Yeah, that's always not enough, though. They get to see that guy's balls from behind. Like seven times. It's good to see a sensitive guy's balls from the back. You know, you don't see that a lot. That's brave. It's a very brave (laughs) form of acting. You know, it's not like that's something I wish I could throw on my resume. Your balls, Listen, like a head, instead do, of a headshot, I, I your balls. Do, I can do no, no, no. It's all verbal. I can do. I can ride a bike. I can skateboard. I can ride a scooter. Some fun attributes. Um, I can do a cartwheel. This um, is your acting resume. This is my acting resume and the fun trivia tricks. I can ice skate. I can rollerblade. I can roller skate. Um, I look good. I'm a sensitive boy whose balls look good from the back. I. Uh, can pull vote i can play tennis that's oh it. this part actually requires your balls to look good from the front i go only from the back you gotta have a sensitive tush that's the thing that my boy had a sensitive tush i wanted to just pinch it i wanted to slap the other guys i wanted to slap x's tush every time he saw it but when he saw jordan's tush you just want to give it a little goose 
little boy tush, a little sensitive tush. I'm sorry. Are you saying you want to fuck this guy? No, I just want to pinch his butt and tickle his balls from the back. What did you hear? What do you think about the scene at the end when they they finally get to double team Rose McGowan, but then she has to pee? She has to pee. Story of my fucking life. I never got to do the devil's three-way. Two guys and a girl. I've never done a three-way. Yeah, me neither. We not, never could pull I've it deep, off. Oh, I've I I learned coding so I could deep fake it, but no, it's never. If only we lived in the same city, Ooh, Ryan. We can go, work, bro. We could go you out. Me and and, <laughs> you, me, and Adam. We could double team Adam. Just have him in the middle. Going <sighs> mouth right, to ass, Adam. Mouth to ass, ass to mouth. Adam's the fucking sensitive guy. Adam's just laying on his back. This is going to get graphic. We're having lemon Adam's, party. Adam's laying on his back. We're all buck naked. No, actually, you and I are still clothed because we, we, we're clothed because we thought it was going to be like a little goofy and he's taking it serious. And Adam's fully buck ass naked on his back on an American flag. <laughs> the only thing he's wearing is American flag toe shoes. And he just reaches out and unzips. He unzips both of our pants with his toe shoes. And he undoes our complicated belts and unbuttons all of our shirt with his toe shoes like that. Like he's strapped in like he's a lady and a gynecologist thing. Both legs just out, just double work in our zippers. And that's how it starts. He's doing a handstand. No, he's but he's turtling. And I'm just, on his I'm, back. A, I'm just banging his face. He told does us it, like, honestly, he, he tried to give him- Ryan... You try to give Ryan advice. He's like, you know, you should try to do a handstand every day. I've been doing that and it's been oh, really Jesus good for me. Christ. Can you imagine just watching like Adam? Like if you were at a party, Struggling you ask him, to, how many holes in his drywall does he have from his heels just smashing against? Every the time wall. I see Adam in person, I'm going to make him do a handstand and he'll happily do it. He'll be like so happy to show off his handstand. Like at parties and like. <laughs> Like Adam, you can't do a handstand. And he'll be like, "Yes, I can. Yes, I can." And then he'll yeah, like—he's like a dog. You wave a stick, he gets excited. He'll do a handstand, and then he'll like fall and like knock over someone's bookshelf. <laughs> I gotta Just, go pee. All right, this episode's over. Later. Is it done? Is it done? Stop. Done.